There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans this week. I am sports columnist Gentry Estes alongside Tennessean beat writer Eric Bacharach. And Eric, some we recorded a podcast on Wednesday. We're now recording one on Thursday because there's been additional news. What's what's the latest on the uh, on what's been a rough week for the Titans? Well, they're going to push the game back, not until Monday or Tuesday, as was announced on Wednesday morning, but until a time later in the date after an additional two tests for the Titans, one player, one team personnel. That brings them up to a total of 12 over the past week or so. You know, it started on Saturday. Outside linebackers coach Shane Bowen getting a positive test back for COVID. Uh, then on Tuesday, eight members of the team, uh, and that was five team personnel and three players, defensive lineman Daquan Jones, lawn snapper Bo Brinkley, and practice squad tight end Tommy Hudson also tested positive. Then on Wednesday, we had Kamale Correa, uh, an outside linebacker, also test positive. And then again, uh, today we had two more members of the team, bringing them to 12 total tests, prompts the NFL to push this back even further. And uh, listen, Judge, we, we, we've talked about it. Um, and I, you know, I think I'm going to let you have the floor on this one, honestly, because I think you, you spelled it out even before the season that, you know, the NFL could have done things to sort of, um, you know, build in safety nets so that when something like this happens, um, which always kind of felt inevitable, just operating outside of a bubble, they would be better prepared because honestly, of the solutions that were available, uh, given the the current structure, none of them really uh, seemed like a good one. And, And now here we are where things are about to get a little bit messier. Here's what's tough about all this. And I mean, you know, you have to consider the competitive aspect and a lot of people are talking about that. I think, you know, you have to kind of weigh that between you hope the Titans are okay. I mean, they've had tests day after day after day here and you would imagine being quarantined from, you know, locked out of their facility is probably going to fix this, but it hasn't fixed it yet. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's a troubling situation that goes beyond the idea of playing a game, even mm-hmm. though I know logist- logistically that's, that's obviously going to dominate the discussion, but you, you are start, you start to get concerned about, about the team a little bit here, that, that they're dealing with something that nobody in the league has yet. Plus, Mike Vrabel said on, on Wednesday that they weren't all asymptomatic. That was kind of the report right away that everybody said asymptomatic. And we kind of default to that when these things happen, with, especially with, with, with athletes, people who are, who are obviously you know, younger and in shape. But you, know, you never know on this sort of thing. So I think we need to throw that out there first. But sure. I, I, did, I did say – I wrote a column on one Wednesday that did kind of take the NFL to task a little bit for, for scheduling ahead with 16 games this season. I, I believe that they, they painted themselves into a corner with that because if you're sitting there with, a, with 14 games instead of 16, you give yourself three weeks to play with. When something like this happens, you don't necessarily have to mess up five team schedules to make it work. Um, you know, we're only three games in here and the NFL is already having to do this. It, it could really be a logistical nightmare when you start having, I mean, you know, okay, you could say the Titans have played their COVID card or whatever when it comes to scheduling. So now they don't get a bye week, but how about the Steelers? I mean, 
you know, and then who does it affect when they move to week seven or eight or whatever. So I, I, I think the NFL is going to run into a lot of problems here because I don't, I think they plan for a lot of things with COVID, but they didn't plan for the scheduling issues that could arise. That said, I think it's a good thing the Titans aren't playing this week. I would have not supported making them play through this. Yeah, I do too. You know, even, even Kevin Byard on Wednesday said that, you know, he was asked about any safety concerns about getting on an NFL field, um, you know, without having spent much time on, on the practice field. And he said, yeah, of course. Um, you know, he, he downplayed it a little bit, but, um, you know, he, he didn't shy away from it either. So, you know, that, that's a real concern. And um, just kind of looking at the, where things are, Gentry, obviously, um, you know, there, there's, it makes sense for, for this game to be played week seven, but, you know, the NFL could also, I don't know if they could at this point kind of adjust and, you know, maybe create a week 18, 19. I don't know. Um, I think that's the, the type of thing, just to your earlier point, that should have been built in prior to the start of the season just to, um, you know, kind of uh, avoid something like this happening in the middle of it and not really having a plan to fall back on. And, you know, we spoke about it yesterday on the podcast that will no longer air that, um, you know, the Titans needed a few things to happen Um in order for this game to be played in order for them to get back on the field. And, and obviously having all their tests come back negative was, was a, certainly a big part of it. And, you know, I think yesterday everybody was encouraged just by the fact that only one additional player tested positive, but you know, the incubation with, with the virus is tricky and we don't know exactly when that started, you know, theoretically over the next couple of days, we could keep, you know, continue to keep getting more positive tests from the Titans back. So, um, it's a tricky situation. There, there's no good solution. And a lot of that is just, uh, again, what, what was decided before the season even started. You know, from, from the NFL standpoint, it, you, you see these, the photos of the Raiders players going to an event without masks, and that's kind of causing a stir, especially at the same time this sort of thing is happening. And I think Major League Baseball went through this when they – started their season back. There was a, a stretch early on where you had the issues with the Marlins and the Cardinals and they're, they're basically, you know, you had to kind of figure out how to handle this and, or, or how easily this can be spread among a team and what you needed to do. And I think major league baseball got it together and really did a fine job here the last month or so going into their, their postseason. you know, knock on wood. Uh, I think, I, I don't know if the NFL is, is going to run into that or not. Uh, they've done a really good job to this point, but I've always thought it was unrealistic when you're not in a bubble to ask all these people to 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 pitch the perfect game, so to speak, and not not get anything. And and I I think when you have a scenario, I, I believe the Titans when they say they followed all the protocols and these mm-hmm. sort of things still happens. Uh, but then you, again, you see photos like the Raiders players at their event, and and you know they're they're not the only team with players out there doing that and being out and about. I mean. So I, I think, you know, the NFL was, pro, was certainly do this sort of thing happening. You knew it was going to happen, and, and you wonder what the ripple effect is in terms of how serious the rest of the league is going to take it because, I mean, what's going to happen here, Eric, is the Titans are, are going to lose their bye week, but uh, the Steelers probably are too, and they've been practicing. So right. the players think, aren't going to like that a whole lot. Yeah, they got a much rawer deal out of this whole thing. Uh, you know, they were practicing Wednesday for a game either Monday or Tuesday. Um, I think at least a couple Titan, or excuse me, Steelers players took to Twitter. Or, you know, were, were like, "Is this a bye week or is it not?" Um, 
you know, so it's kind of just unfortunate all the way around. Uh, you know, I think me and you both thought all along that this game should not be played in the first place. You know, the health and safety of, of uh, everyone on the Titans has to come first. And I think this allows that to happen. Now you immediately kind of shift your focus to the Bills, which is another, you know, tough game. But I think, you know, obviously that game should be considered up in the air as well at this point. We don't know how much longer this is going to go on, how much longer the positive tests are going to continue to roll in. So um, very fluid situation and obviously just unfortunate all the way around. Yeah. And, and again, it's tough to look at it from the competitive standpoint of football, but you know, the, it'd be another tough game. I mean, playing the Steelers would have been an undefeated opponent. The bills would be too. There's a good chance the bills going four and zero to this game. And um, you know, if the Titans, you would hate to be sitting here, Eric, on Monday or Tuesday in the same kind of situation where, well, there were still some tests and we haven't been able to allow back to the facility. Are they going to be able to play? It leads back to the scheduling question. What do you do then? I mean, the NFL, are we, are we going to start seeing week 18, week 19, week 20? Right. Well, okay. But all you had to do was limit the team schedules to begin with, allow them to play 14 games instead of 16 this year. But it seemed like nobody was, was even close to doing that. Um, in any event, um, you know, you wish the Titans well and you hope, um, you know, this, this weekend upcoming doesn't lead to, doesn't lead to any worse news. I think it's a good, good thing. They're not going to have to try to squeeze in a football game, but you do hope that uh, the rest of the season isn't affected for sure. Yeah. You know, I, one thought that I think kind of lingered with a lot of us from Mike Rabel's press conference on Wednesday, is just how he would have appreciated more concern from the league about the players themselves, about the, you know, the personnel themselves that have been, that have tested positively, uh, you know, because in his words, there's, there's a personal side to all of this that, you know, very quickly gets overlooked when we're talking about games being postponed and, and rescheduling and all this and that. But, um, you know, I think, I think the right decision was made and uh, now it, it gets messier from here, but, you know, I think for the time being, uh, the Saints have a, a shot to get healthy here. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that'll, uh, that'll do it for this edition of Talking Titans. Uh, we hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. And remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. For Titans beat writer Eric Bacharach, I am Jim Triestis. Thanks for listening. Talking Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talking Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talking Titans is a production of the Tennessean.